With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And then there was bass. Good evening, motherfuckers and motherfuckers. This is your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast. Sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. How was your week, Ben Ready? It was cool, man. You know, uh, <clears throat> can't complain. It's, it's been on the up, man. You know, uh, still here, man. We still here. How about yourself? Um, cool. Had a phenomenal Monday. Monday. Monday was fucking great. The podcast Pit LA. Shout out to Keith Good News. Um, of course, Podcast Pit. I guess they would call themselves a separate entity. Uh, Down and Out Bar. You know, everybody over there. Mysterious Jacks. Everybody involved in putting that event together. That shit was great. Me and CJ, the Cat vs. Dog podcast, ripped that bitch apart. Demolished that shit, so... Like a motherfucker That shit was great Niggas put on for townhouse media So That shit was dope uh, The rest of the week was You know Typical shit Some cool shit Some bullshit But I got stuck in Arizona the other day I ain't like that shit That was some bullshit mm. Then Last night Went back to Phoenix And some more fuckery But I'm here so Arizona mad you didn't move out there That's what I'm saying nigga Like I, I took two strikes in motherfucking AZ Like god damn nigga That shit was all bad But you made it back safe you Made it back safe and sound man Yeah B. But yeah shit you know It is what it is The news You know like I sometimes I'm trying to start with With some little topics just to hit what the news Is doing it's kind of been a slow news week On, on some real shit yeah, it has. Um, to start off, first and foremost, uh, happy International Women's Day. Shout out to all the women, beautiful young ladies, the queens, uh, you know, the boss women, as well as the hoes. <laughs> you know, shout out to the hoes, too. I was going to ask, what about the hoes? Man, shout out to the hoes. I'm a, I'm a big supporter of the hoes, you know. But, um, damn. All right, that that have been a bad transition. <laughs> I was finna say speaking of hoes, but we not even finna do that. Oh. And I ain't even finna say who I was finna say was speaking of the hoes. We just gonna get to some some whole nother shit. The coronavirus. Shout out to the coronavirus. Yeah, shout out to to the makers of that. Had to be. Well, I'm gonna let you go first, but yeah, shout out to to the coronavirus. Yeah, shout out to them making our job easier. Exactly, cause shit, ain't no niggas got it. I ain't buying no mask. I, I think we might be immune to this one, nigga. I don't, I don't think niggas got to be worried about this one. They didn't had all these viruses and all this shit. Remember, nigga, they fucked us over with Ebola. Mm-hmm. Not this time, nigga. Yeah. We chilling. Payback, bitch. Exactly, nigga. We laughing at you, niggas, right now. It's it's some niggas scared of coronavirus, but that's because them niggas don't know. Yeah, they starting to hand out a. Uh... The mask, mask at the at the spot. The future, at your job, yeah. Future told you niggas, man. Mask, mask off, <laughs> fucking mask off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm all right. You can go ahead and hold on to that, yeah. Billy. It's actually making me stronger. Yeah, I'm good on that, Jeef. Gonna turn niggas into super mutants. Exactly, for real, huh? That'd be crazy, huh? <laughs> niggas catch coronavirus and get taller and shit. <laughs> I might start back playing basketball if I catch that <laughs> shit. Might might really get stronger, my nigga. Might might get two years younger out this bitch. Hey, I mean, if if we immune to it, allegedly, I mean, hey. Yeah, man. Um, R.I.P. to Nathaniel Woods. Mm. We found out about that shit late as fuck because it was like 
I seen Free Nate maybe four days ago. Mm-hmm. And then, like the day before yesterday, he was executed. It's like, man, motherfuckers didn't get the, the time to get the momentum behind trying to, you know, rally for bro. That's it's, that was just a fucked up situation. You know, rest in peace to him. Because um, did you see any of the details of the case? It seemed like the dude who actually did the shit admitted to it. Yeah, and also said Nate didn't do shit. But that's yeah, that's that's the only thing I knew that he uh, that he didn't kill the. Was a security guard or something? He killed yeah. Some, he didn't kill him and somebody confessed to it. Exactly. You know, but you know how I go down south, man. You know, when 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 you dealing with a crooked system, nigga, you got to walk a straight fucking line. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, when I was in Texas, that was the first thing the motherfuckers told me, man. If, if you out here on any type of bullshit, man, Texas don't play. You know, they say don't mess with Texas. They mean that shit. But like all over the south, nigga, it's just not a... It's not a good climate to be a, a a black man doing anything criminal. It's not even a, a safe environment for a nigga to be walking the straight and narrow on some real shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so, man, y'all niggas down south, man, be careful. Them, them police ain't playing with y'all motherfuckers, man. Even if, we, even if you didn't do it. Exactly. <clears throat> you know, so rest in peace to Nate Woods, man, Nathaniel. Um, pretty much on top of the news, what I've been hearing the most about this week, as far as news shit, Megan the Stallion. <laughs> Man, this is a bad case, and not reading the 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 what was terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's 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 a fucked up situation, honestly. Like I I really kind of feel sorry for it, not in the sense of. The actual contract is from what I hear. It's like a standard contract. It's a rookie for contract. new artists. Yeah, like it ain't even like it's some like she getting fucked no more than Lil Yachty getting fucked or Blueface getting fucked or like yeah. This is what happens when you you sign in that first deal. Like they're taking a chance on you when you sign your first deal. Mm-hmm. So of course they gonna want a little extra, like nigga, because if if you don't make no money. Us giving you an advance, we took the loss. Mm-hmm. So she just happened to crack off. So now I don't know. If, you know, she got certain motherfuckers in her ear trying to tell her, "Hey, you got to get out of that deal. They fucking you over." Because you know, a lot of times that's what happens. Like the new person gonna tell you the old person fucking you. Yeah, when she when she got new management over there at um, Rock Nation, Rock Nation, and you know Jay Z, he's for sure gonna make sure his people got all the right contracts. So possibly, but you know, it's been a somehow Jay Prince name got caught up in that shit too. And you know he don't play that shit. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know if she understand who that nigga is, even though she's she from, from Houston. That's what I'm saying. Like she somehow brought that nigga name into them. Like, yeah, wrong move. Sister. Exactly, nigga. That's like trying to play Suge Knight name in the '90s. Like, nah, we we not finna do that shit. That's unnecessary yeah. drama. Yeah. And he ain't the type of nigga that's gonna play with no fake threats neither. Like, mm-hmm. it's so bad that the judge, uh, I think a judge, uh, ordered him not to make any more posts about that type of stuff, threatening posts. Yeah, so. and the thing is, it wasn't even threatening, but just his name. Yeah, his name is threatening. He know he know how to talk. He know how to talk. He know how to threaten you without without threatening. You. Exactly. You know it's it's like a grizzly bear walking onto the golf course. He might have a golf club and everything. He might don't have on golf shoes, but you still gonna be scared. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a fucking grizzly bear. Like he's most definitely like the last of a, of a, a dying breed. The like, real gangsters. Yeah, he's he's mafioso type. Yeah, and he the type <clears throat> he the type of gangster that don't say no gangster shit. Mm-hmm. Like he ain't gonna be like we gonna deal with this. We gonna get you. He don't say no shit like that. He just like you know. Have a good day, sir. Yeah. Exactly, nigga. <laughs> was remembering that I'm about it. He was like, man, I ain't gonna kill you. Kill him, hurt. <laughs> nigga. That's that's exactly how it go, man. Yeah, nigga. He 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 ain't the nigga to fuck with. Like, I, I I wouldn't play with that nigga name like that. And the thing is, I think she probably wasn't even the one. It was probably her lawyer or something. Shit, I'm surprised. I, you know, in her music, she say she uh sleep. You no, know, she sleep with niggas and take them for their money or some shit or whatever. She could have did that shit with them. Got her contract right. Nigga, most rappers just be saying shit that sound good and rhyme. Mm. I don't. I don't think she was. 
I don't think she was doing none of that shit. She was saying their fucking rhymes. Bars. Nigga, that that be that be the fucking problem with ninety nine percent of rappers. Nigga, they rap about all kind of shit. Ninety nine percent of rappers is murderers, quote unquote. But you know them niggas ain't killing no fucking body. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers ain't gonna throw rice at a wedding. But you know, like it just sucks the thought of the shit. Cause honestly, like really looking at it, I'm like, you know, man, you you just cracked off early. You got. Bigger than they thought you was going to get. Obviously, you got bigger than you thought you was going to get. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, from what Jay Prince said, you signed an okay deal. Like, for a starting artist, the 60-40 ain't bad. Now, the only bad thing that I'll, just from me not knowing nothing about the record business, is out of the 40 that you get, you got to pay for your own production, your own studio time, your own this and your own that. Like, damn, nigga, what do y'all niggas pay for with show 60? Like that's that would be my only question, right? But at the same time, it's it's a who who was around you when this deal got signed, and also how long is this deal for? Usually, uh, is it like a contract. five album contract? Yeah, usually about album? four or five album contract. Nigga, she better start dropping some fucking albums then. Nigga, she better do what uh Marvin Gaye did and just do a throwaway album, just some. Quick shit talking shit. Cause that nigga Marvin Gaye threw out an album. I think he was talking about like the the executive's daughter or some shit that he was married to and he was giving her the gas. Mm. Did you uh did you see the Marvin Gaye documentary? No. Good fucking documentary. I forgot what it, it might have been called What's Going On. Is that is that on Netflix? I'm not sure. I think I saw it on Netflix, but I'm not sure whether or not it's still on Netflix. You'd have to look it up. But that was a good fucking document. That nigga Marvin Gaye was a he as cold as we know him to be. He was cold. He was cold as fuck. He was a lot colder than I thought he was, even knowing he was the coldest motherfucker. Like it would be like a nigga average thirty, but you ain't even know that he he could have been dropping a hundred every game. Mm. Like that nigga Marvin Gaye was a bad bastard. Like he was. He was with them shits. But, um, you know, like with this whole Meg shit, it just had me thinking pretty much about contracts in general. Like the type of shit that we sign on an everyday basis. Like, you know how you'll download an app and it'll have all these permissions and shit. And we don't even look at it. Skip right past it. That should be like, uh, yes, we want to um, be able to see all of your nudes, send them amongst every employee in our company. We need access to your camera and your microphone. So whenever you're sleeping, we can listen to you snore. And if you argue with your girl, we're going to be able to post it on social media. And we don't even read that shit. We just scroll right to the bottom and accept that shit. Mm. Like, that's true. I think that, I think that's what happens in a lot of these little um, situations where rappers sign these contracts. You know, because me, myself, I've been duped in a few contractual situations. Like, I got a timeshare that I'm trying my hardest to get out of. I got, you know, 20 plus thousand dollars worth of school loans and I ain't got no fucking degree. I don't even think I finished. I, I probably I might not have no college credits, but I got twenty thousand dollars worth of debt. Like, I'll sign some bullshit ass contracts. Like, you know, so. I think that's kind of what what inspired this show. Just thinking about her contract situation and you know the the pitfall of another that I'm trying to turn into something that my listeners could avoid. You know, read the motherfucking paperwork, homie. You know, like tip number one. Basically, if I was to put a number on it, take your time. You know, a lot of times in, in contractual situations, no matter what contracts you're going into, whether it be signing a record deal or buying a house or buying a fucking car, buying a boat, signing up for school, getting into the military, you know, they, they put you in a contract. And a lot of times in contractual situations, they try to rush you into the contract. Like, I don't know if you ever bought a used car. And then motherfuckers are like, yeah, man, here, just sign this, sign this. Oh, what does it say? Oh, uh, this just says uh, the car is yours. Oh, uh, this, this just says uh, all the tires is uh, inflated. Yeah, this one says this. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and sign that shit, sign that shit. Like a lot of times when motherfuckers trying to rush you into signing some shit, 
it's because there's some shit in there you might not be um like something that you might not like when you see it. Like, you know, the motherfuckers don't tell you, yeah, uh, you might want to read all that. Like, usually when a motherfucker putting the, all these contracts in front of you, like when I bought my house, it took me particularly long because my wife, nigga, my wife read that shit word for word. Like, nigga, my wife was like, nigga, like a fucking lawyer reading all that shit. And even though it was part she wouldn't understand, so she'll be like, bad. What you think this shit right here say? So, like, we just went through that shit as a team. Because it's like, nigga, buying our house. Nigga, my house is 300 and something thousand. Like, mm-hmm. 350,000, some shit like that. So, when you signing a contract of that magnitude, something that you're going to be in for 30 fucking years, you might want to look at the terms of that motherfucker. Because, you know, what was it, uh, 2008? When the housing market crashed because motherfuckers were signing these bullshit-ass contracts? Like, you know, that's a, a lot of people's problem. You know, they say reading is fundamental all the time. And these motherfuckers just ignore that shit. You know, like they say, you want to hide something from niggas, put it in the book. You want to hide something from rappers, put it in the contract. <sighs> Them motherfuckers going to be lost, dog. And you would think in today's time that all this free information out here, you would look it up. Exactly. Go get, go get you a, a a lawyer, even an entertainment lawyer. Think about how many rappers don't even know they in a three sixty deal. <sighs> rappers will literally talk shit about niggas in three sixty deals. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. While they themselves are in a 360 deal. Like in Blueface, he had an interview where they asked him what what type of contract he had. He didn't know. Lil Yachty don't know what type of contract he in. You know, now one of the most glaring um, examples of the situation is Meg Thee Stallion not knowing what type of deal she got. Even though now I'm assuming she got some type of clue amongst the the people who she got around her now telling her like, nah, nigga, you, you getting piped down. You know, but... This is what happens when you don't read or you don't have the right representation. Because from what I, what I heard, I think her mom was representing her when she signed the contract, if I'm not mistaken. And I think her mom used to be a rapper. Mm. And that's cool and shit. But me personally, like I'm, I'm shopping for legal representation if I'm trying to sign some type of contract, especially if it's something where... You know, I don't know what my potential is in the situation, you know, because as a rapper, you don't know whether you're going to be the biggest shit in the world right? or you're going to get shelved. So you want to be able to see what type of terms you dealing with in the fucking contract, my nigga. Right. Like, that's just the the common sense part of signing any contract. You know, like I always believe in looking at what do you get and what do I get? Like, what do I have to do in order to fulfill my side of this shit? And what are you offering me to for for the length of this contract? Especially depending on, like, if I know for a fact this is the, the type of shit that I'm bringing to the table, I need to know what you going to do for me. That I wouldn't have been able to do for myself mm-hmm. You know because like if you look at Nowadays especially like back in the day You couldn't really crack off as a rapper Without a major label Like you needed that machine In order to get your tapes out And your CDs out and your records out And all that type of shit But nowadays nigga like rappers Is getting bigger without a label Than rappers that are signed <clears throat> 
You know, like if you look at Russ, um, I don't know, J. Cole, I think it's signed, but like Chance the Rapper, like, you know, it's a couple rappers that's unsigned getting big bread. Uh, Tyler the Creator, you know, uh, shit. Master P, them motherfuckers signed a distribution deal. Um, E40, like it's a bunch of rappers that made money independently, but like this new wave of rappers, it's a lot of motherfuckers with no real deal getting real fucking paper on some underground shit like fuck the labels you know and it's a it's a trip that more not doing that because it's it, nowadays you need these labels less and less like back in the day when you needed them niggas to press up cds and put you on the radio and put you on tour and pay for this and pay for that yeah you know i could see signing with these niggas but nowadays you could literally release your album online, nigga. You could just put a link up on fucking Instagram and everybody got access to buy your fucking album. Like, nigga, you can do all types of shit nowadays. It ain't even all that hard to be your own record label. Nah, it ain't. Um, shit, look, look at uh, Tech 9 Tech 9 is a prime example. Like, <clears throat> that's, that's a name that I forgot. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And he got... You know the merch he run he that nigga him and uh, uh what's his name I think it's Travis O'Gwen uh you know and it's crazy how he came up you know what I'm saying he met the the dude was a fan was like yo I think the uh he was a millionaire already mm-hmm. uh, he worked at a uh, with like a furniture shop and he was like let's link up you know what yeah. I'm saying but that nigga is one of the most uh one of the most uh, the top independent. I don't, I don't, I don't know if he cleared like Master P and them back in the day. Mm-hmm. I would think he would have to, though. but he made stupid money. Oh yes, you know it, it might not be public knowledge, but I know that nigga snacking. Oh, because like shit, Nipsey Hussle, nigga, like one of the the main preachers of the independent grind. Like that nigga, he been saying fuck the middleman his whole fucking career, and for some reason these motherfuckers is still signing these suck ass deals. Right. You know, and it, it it just hurts to see it, especially from a nigga who signed some suck ass deals. I ain't signed no record label contract, nigga. But trust me, this motherfucking timeshare got me feeling like I want to write a damn diss song. What's, what, what's what's the problem with it, nigga? I'm paying a lot of money and I'm not using it. Use it? I don't have time. Mm. That's literally what it is, and it ain't even that I don't have time. But it's the same. Situation that I have with this timeshare that rappers have with record labels. I could go book my own fucking vacation and it probably only cost me such and such because now they got Travelocity and all mm-hmm. of these services to make the rooms cheap and the flights cheap. All inclu- inclusive, inclusive. Exactly, nigga. So I don't, I don't need the timeshare anymore. At one point, oh, you got a timeshare, also you could, you got like a free room somewhere. Yeah, that's dope. Now. That we got all these online uh, resources, I could just book that shit and do all that, and I might save more money. Because just hypothetically, and not even hypothetically, but like for example, I'm paying these niggas like a hundred and twenty a month. Mm-hmm. If I was to just save that hundred and twenty a month, mm-hmm. nigga, that's you know a couple of thousand damn near, nigga. I could go do my own vacation with that nigga. What twenty sixteen? I went to New York. And literally from top to bottom, I might have only spent a thousand dollars, including flights in my room. So what? What type of? It's a contract to where? What happened if you just stop paying? Like they? It goes on my credit. You went to one of them seminars. Yeah, fell for that shit. Hook, line, and sinker. That's what I'm saying. Nigga. It happens to the best of us. You go through that whole seminar, they get you right at the end. Exactly, it happens to the best of us. Because the thing is, nigga. And this is one of the things I'm finna talk about, my nigga. Do not fall for the sparkly shit. All that glitter ain't gold, baby. Exactly, nigga. When, when you when when they, when these motherfucking record labels had you in that office and them niggas put that chain around your neck and you all feeling blingy, them niggas like we gonna get you a seventy five thousand dollar advance. And you know most rappers be broke. Like nigga, I'm sleeping in my car, nigga. This nigga finna give me seventy five thousand dollars cash. That's hard for a lot of niggas to turn down. Like, nigga, a lot of niggas ain't never seen 10,000 at the same time. Mm-hmm. So when the motherfucker tell we're going to get you 75 bands, nigga, all you looking for is where to sign your name at. You ain't even thinking about the fact that out of this 75, you're going to have to pay niggas 90 
Like, nigga, it's all type of shit going on that motherfuckers don't know. You know, so it's like you can't fall for the the shiny shit, my nigga. That shit gonna knock you right off your game. Like, it's really hard to negotiate from a place of desperation or from a place of awe when you supposed to be negotiating against a motherfucker. That's why when you smart, they don't fuck with you. Yeah. Cause they didn't really do that shit with Nip. Like they didn't they didn't play that shit with Master P. But it's like the thing is like you you gotta prepare yourself by getting the right motherfuckers around you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that be a lot of motherfuckers problem. You you coming in with the wrong fucking team. You know the the average motherfuckers they be having like yeah, my cousin, my manager, or my mama, my manager, or my auntie, or my brother, or like nigga, when you know it's big dollars on the line, like you might have to put a couple dollars up and get you a lawyer. You know, you you got to get some real representation. You know, a lot of times, just me personally, if I'm in the place of you know somebody to the magnitude of a Meg the Stallion, if I already got a little level of clout, I'm trying to reach out to a rapper who. Already is in the position that I'm trying to get in. Like, man, you know what's what? Can I get the number the number of your entertainment lawyer? Mm-hmm. You know, can can you give me some help, man? Uh, what's what's this shit they talking about? Uh, points. You know what 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 are royalties? You know what's the what what's this the what's this sixty forty split? Is this you know is this favorable for me? You know, like what what is this? What is that? Like you know they got a lot of terms. That the average motherfucker don't know what the fuck is talking about. Like, you know, what's, you know, do do I own my masters? What does this say? You know, what what is this? Um, what's that other shit that motherfuckers be trying to get? Um, masters, royalties. No, um, May said P. Diddy holding his. Oh, publishing. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a lot of terms in there that to you is just like, okay, so I'm going to get paid 40000 a show. And that's all they worried about. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to get this much off of my sales. All right, for sure. Like, they going to show you the numbers that's going to entice you. Like, yeah, we're going to make sure you get this much per show. You're going to do this many shows and you're going to do this. So all they telling you is the money that they going to put in your pocket. Mm-hmm. But they not going to show you the money that they going to take out of your pocket. You know, it's just like the, the, the fine print, the small print, all the bold shit. Is the shit they want you to see mm-hmm. But it's that fine shit You know like they say The devil is in the details And they fuck you with them details Nigga them, them details Is the kick to the ass You know them them hidden clauses And the, the colorful language And all the legalese As they call it Like the shit that only lawyers speak mm-hmm. You know from what I heard Like some of the shit some lawyers be looking at that shit like, uh, yeah, this is kind of cloudy. But the thing is, you know, like in the episode that I said, uh, uh, leverage, you know, you got to look at the leverage that you bringing and you got to be able to walk away from a contract. You know, like we're going to have to renegotiate this. You're going to have to put that little part a little more clear. Like a lot of motherfuckers go into these contractual situations and, these motherfuckers hitting you with all these big numbers and dollar amounts of shit and you get them stars in your eyes and you just start signing on shit like what you said I'm gonna be a millionaire I'm gonna be famous you gonna put me on TV you know and a lot of these labels like they use other artists mm-hmm. you know like don't you want to be from Def Jam we broke LL Cool J and Ludacris and all these other artists and you like damn Def Jam Hell yeah And now Def Jam fucking you Like nigga a lot, a lot of these artists that they naming got fucked Like look at TLC You know these motherfuckers sold all these records And was broke You got a song called No Scrubs And you broke And you a fucking scrub Exactly You a pigeon Like ain't that a bitch But you know it's like It's, it's, bad, it's bad business dealings You know a lot of times these motherfucking labels is predatory. And this is beyond record label shit. This is just regular human nature. Like, you know, like I said, with me falling for that timeshare bullshit. You know, like, my my number fucking two tip, man. Like, never never sign from a place of fucking desperation. You know, like, that's, that's how I ended up with school loans. I lost my CDL back in 2009. 
And I was just trying to do anything to get money. So I signed up for DeVry on some, nigga, I'm broke as fuck. But I know if I get a degree, I'm going to be straight. Nigga, I signed up for DeVry now. Oh, these niggas 20 bands and I ain't got a piece of a degree. I ain't got nothing to look like a degree. Nigga, I don't even think I got no college credits. But I know I got to pay these motherfuckers this 200 something dollars every month. How was that when, when you, uh, you didn't even do the schooling? I did the schooling. I went to a couple classes, but I ain't get no credit. I was on the dean's list for like one quarter, and then Deuce was born, and I decided to take some time off to be with Deuce and shit, mm -hmm. and them motherfuckers practically kicked me out of college. Like, I guess they took I'm um, taking some time off as I'm dropping out. So by the time I tried to go do the whole process of coming back in and they wanted me to re-sign for a new loan, I was like, nah, y'all, fuck y'all, suck my dick. I'm out of here. And then by the time, you know, I started looking at how much I owe these niggas, it was like 20-something racks. Mm -hmm. Like damn near 30, I think. Oh, them niggas are gripping. I was only in school maybe like a year or some shit. Nigga was on the dean list and everything. Nigga, that was my first time in life actually doing homework consistently. But... Nigga, I owe them niggas racks on racks on racks. And it's because I didn't really trip off the contract. Like, I didn't see how much that shit cost it. I figure I'm going to do this shit. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to get a good job. You know, like a lot of times when people go into contracts, you go into these situations with all the best of intentions. And you always thinking very positively. Just like when you go into a record label contract. Them motherfuckers tell you, oh, yeah, you're going to be the next best thing. You're going to go platinum. You're going to be the biggest fucking star and all this shit. So when you signing all this shit, nigga, all you thinking is, nigga, I'm going to be the next Drake. I'm going to be the next fucking Ice Cube. I'm going to be the next this rapper or this rapper. Nigga, not knowing you could be the next broke motherfucker nobody ever heard of. And a lot of times that be the label. You know, it's a lot of talented artists who got signed to record labels and they got shelved. Mm -hmm. Remember Jay Hood? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of rappers that, that we know of that never put a song out, never put an album out, never put shit out because the record label shelved their ass. You know, like, it ain't no guarantee that when you sign no record label contract that you gonna crack off. And that's in any contractual situation. There's no guarantee. Just like when them motherfuckers were signing those home, them, uh, home loans back in 2007, 2008. Like, you know, in your mind, shit, I got me a house. I could afford this. And you ain't even looking at the fact that they got a balloon payment on the back end that your ass ain't going to be able to afford. They ain't even going to tell you that part. Like, yeah, uh, you, you, your mortgage is going to be uh, 600 a month. Yeah, just sign right here. Yeah, sign all this, sign this, sign this, sign this. Not even knowing two years later, nigga, your mortgage payment going to be 3800 a month. Like, you know, you got to you got to look at all these details, man. Like you got to you got to find wise counsel. You got to find somebody who know how to read that shit or at least somebody who's willing to read the shit. Like, you know, luckily, nigga, I got my wife. My wife, the type of motherfucker that's going to really sit there and read through all that shit. And my wife ain't no lawyer or nothing. But nigga, she'll at least read it to the to where she could understand it. And if she can't understand, she'll ask me or she'll ask the agent that we have present to, you know, basically interpret this bullshit. Right. You know, because a lot of times with these motherfucking contracts, nigga, they... they Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's red tag sale is here and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. Don't write that shit in plain English. Oh no, they they hit they find the biggest of the biggest words. Exactly, nigga. You looking at that shit like what the fuck? 
This is a 13 letter word Nigga I can't even Pronounce this shit Oh don't worry about that just Yeah that. Oh yeah that, right that just means It's gonna be all easy yeah. Oh that means Everything's gonna go good Well nigga put It's gonna go good Break my contract yeah, exactly, Down in layman's right, Yeah write my shit In fourth grade <laughs> Terms Nigga. Big pencil, nigga. Big yeah, pencil. Exactly, nigga. Put pictures in this motherfucker. <laughs> Can you draw some diagrams and some graphs on this motherfucker? Uh, like, nigga, write write my shit like a Dr. Seuss book. Man, put my shit on that. Remember the uh, old kindergarten paper with the with the line with the, the thick ass lines, nigga, with the broken <laughs> line in the middle, nigga. Hell yeah, nigga. Nigga, give me write my shit on pages. that, nigga. Yeah, show me a video. How about that? I need I need my contract in the video, nigga. Oh, shit. Like nigga, these motherfuckers, they it's it's their job to confuse you. Mm-hmm. You know, because in any any negotiating situation, the party who you are negotiating against is your fucking competition at the end of the day. Like they trying to get something from you just like you trying to get something from them. Nobody is giving you no contract trying to help you without helping themselves. You know, like, I remember Nipsey Hussle used to say that shit. Like, nigga, I wouldn't even shake hands with motherfuckers before we started negotiating. I don't want to have drinks. I don't want to kick it with you. I don't want to have no conversation. We going to do this negotiation. And then after we done negotiating, then we could be friends. But before that, I don't want to do that. Because he said motherfuckers would try to disarm you with niceness. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't want to, quote, unquote, fuck over a friend. You know, because they want you to have the illusion of thinking, oh, this my homeboy. Oh, this nigga, he looking out for me. This my partner. So when you got to ask, uh, yeah, I, I know you talking about 60-40, but uh, let's get that closer to 50-50. And they like, come on, man. You're my bro. And you like, aight. Like, nah, nigga. I'm going to keep this motherfucking poker face. I don't want to be your friend. I damn sure don't want to have drinks with you. Mm-hmm. Cause for sure they gonna be like, yeah, man, you know, have have some scotch. Come on, drink with me. No, fuck you, nigga. We gonna go ahead and sign all this paperwork. Then we gonna have that drink. You know, because that's what happens with a lot of these motherfucking record labels, man. They they hit you with all this fly shit. It's just like uh, what was that movie? Um, he got game when they took him on the college tour and wined and dined them and showed them all this fly flossy shit. You know, and you fall, you fall for the fly flossy shit, nigga. I was in that little presentation for that goddamn timeshare. They was showing me the vacations and all the sexy rooms, and yeah, you can go to fucking Dubai and look at this shit. You on the top floor, it's it's gonna be amazing, and you get all these discounts and all this shit, nigga. And, and you can't even use it when you want to. That's what I'm saying, but they don't tell you that. And that's the thing. Like these motherfuckers is not gonna they nobody's gonna tell you what they got behind their back. All they gonna show you is the handshake and the smile. They not gonna tell you what's in their left hand back here. They just gonna be like, Yeah, man, everything is cool. Yeah, hell yeah. And you don't even know in the contract, yeah, we got a knife right here, six inch blade going right in your fucking back. You know, that's those hidden clauses, man, and you gotta have somebody around you. That could read that shit And it can't just be your partner Your homeboy Your your cousin that's real smart Cause if you listen to a lot of these rapper stories It was always like a Yeah my cousin was my agent You know And you know he didn't know no better And you know we was just two young kids from the ghetto Trying to do better And dog All that like nigga when, When you an adult when you old enough to sign a contract, none of that shit is an excuse anymore. And that's why Megan finna lose this shit. Because as much as she want to say, this is unfair and I want to renegotiate, them niggas ain't renegotiating a goddamn thing. Well, no, nah, they, they better not. Uh, unless unless they buy her out. Be like, y'all want to buy me out? I mean, buy her out? Give me about a hundred million. Yeah, because that's exactly what they going to say. You know who getting fucked like that right now? Who I just thought about? Who? Future. Oh, he going through some shit too? Nigga, he owe Rocco millions. I think Rocco, I think he still signed to Rocco for like four or five more albums. He signed some old clown ass deal. I didn't even know he was Rocco artist. Nobody did till Rocco pulled up like, uh, yeah, nigga, you sold a lot of records. And I think Rocco did that shit on purpose. Yeah, he did. He, he said, yeah, to. go ahead, keep on blowing up, nigga. I got this piece of paper right here. That nigga got a cold leash on Future. 
That nigga eating him. I wonder he ain't yeah. doing music no he more. He's snacking like a motherfucker. Got a baby with Monica. Mm-hmm. Nigga Rocco chilling on future money. You know, but again, it's like you coming into these situations, you know, like I would always say, nigga, don't go shopping when you hungry. Just like you shouldn't be trying to negotiate from a position of desperation. You know, because when you broke and you negotiating with a person who has capital, the only thing in your mind is trying to get a piece of that capital that that person has. You know, like remember when uh, Master P was saying on Solange album, he was like, nigga, if these motherfuckers is willing to offer me a million dollars, I got to be worth at least 10. Like if you just willing to walk up and say, yeah, man, uh, we're going to give you 75,000. Come on, sign this shit, sign this shit. We're going to give you 75,000. Nigga, you might be worth five million and you don't even know it. Like, you know, it's it's like my mom or damn, motherfucking Smokey Robinson line, nigga. My mama told me, you gotta shop around. Like, nigga, when when you in a situation where you have any type of leverage, just like when you buying a car or like when you buying a house or when you doing anything contractually, you should always look and see what other avenues are open. Like when you looking for a car, you shouldn't just buy the first silver Honda Civic you see. Because it might be a motherfucker two doors down. That's way cheaper than that one. But you fell for the fucking okie doke because these niggas offered you coffee when you went into the fucking dealership. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, I remember one of my favorite things to do when I used to be in um, B Street. Remember the place I showed you over there off 11th and Central? Yes. Yeah. Like B Street, the way that B Street works... Is this almost like a bazaar, like the the little marketplaces and shit, mm-hmm. like a swap meet where they actually negotiate prices? So, nigga, what I would do, I go to the first place, nigga. I, I literally just be getting on my car, and I'll be like, okay, uh, how much is the fucking um, the kicker L sevens? And they like, oh, uh, two fifty a speaker. We'll sell it to you for uh, seven in a box. And I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm I'm cool. The niggas next door said they'll sell it to me for five in a box. Oh, oh, five? That's what they doing? They, 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 five? Yeah, they said five. So I'm going to go to them. Don't even worry about it. No, five. Matter of fact, 450. Like, nigga, once they know that the competition is trying to beat them, they going to they gonna come a little bit better. They going to come with a better offer. But a lot of these motherfuckers, they not even negotiating these contracts. Like a lot of these rappers, the first offer they get, they just sign it. You know, like I was going through YouTube, like watching documentaries on the shit, like how people get fucked off in a lot of these record label contracts. Like, remember, nigga, when you will watch the Five Heartbeat movie or the Temptation movie or a lot of um, and mostly black artists, from what I hear, like a lot of black artists, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers sign bullshit ass deals. Remember, New Edition, they movie. Most um, biopics of musicians always involve some fucked up ass record contract. And one of the things that you never see in any of these films is a negotiation. You never see a lawyer present when they sign in all this shit. It's always a motherfucking manager or a record exec or somebody of that nature talking to your mama or talking to your big brother or talking to your guardian. Are talking directly to you as a fucking child. They never talking to your lawyer. They never even they never even suggest legal representation. You never see that shit. It's always some grown motherfucker negotiating with a child. Unless they give you the ones through them. Exactly. Which ain't yeah, shit. my boy. He's he's your lawyer. He'll be your lawyer. Like and everybody digging in your fucking pockets from different directions. You know you got to go get your own legal representation. You know like. You got to put away childish things. You got to move as an adult. Like when, when you in a situation where you could possibly make millions, you got to move like a millionaire. You know, like I was, I, I talk about that shit a lot, you know, in, in various episodes of this show. When you trying to put yourself in a position to be a boss, you got to move like a boss before you become a boss. You got to be prepared to be in a situation before you get into the situation or you going to get shell shocked when you get into the situation. Like, that shit is, is some some real shit. You know, a lot of motherfuckers come into these corporate situations trying to move like they moved in the street. Like you moving around millions of dollars like you moved around when you was only getting hundreds of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, like these motherfuckers is waiting on your ass. 
Like, you know, you got to start hiring lawyers. Once, put it this way, if I'm a rapper and these motherfuckers like, yeah, uh, come to the universal offices. I'm, nigga, my first fucking call is to a lawyer. Nigga, even if I call Jacoby and Myers. Nigga, even if I call motherfucking uh, 800-888-8888, nigga, <laughs> Jacob or uh, whoever the fuck, <laughs> Salino and Barnes, I don't give a fuck, nigga, I'm calling somebody, nigga. I call one of them ambulance chasing lawyers, nigga, I'm calling any motherfucking public defender, some nigga, somebody who can read legalese. Nigga, I'll call Larry H. Parker, I don't oh, give God, a fuck. nigga, he got me 2.1 million, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, you gotta call somebody. But nigga, you can't call your mama. You can't call your brother because your mama and your brother ain't never dealt with millions of dollars. You got to deal with somebody who's used to dealing with that shit. Like that's the that's the importance of having the right team around you. You can't have no hundred dollar team dealing with millions of dollars because you negotiating with motherfuckers who are used to millions of dollars. You know that's like me bringing five of my homeboys from the park to go play against some NBA niggas. Like, nigga, I got to go find the right motherfuckers to go against the right motherfuckers mm-hmm. or I'm going to lose every time. Like, the reason a lot of these rappers getting fucked, because like I said, they going into these shit with their cousin, with their auntie. Like, nigga, you have to have the right motherfuckers around you that know how to negotiate or at least do your Googles. I'm going to say at least do research. Nigga, I, I, I did a bunch of researching and practicing before podcasting. Nigga, like you have, if this is what you're going to do for life, you have to go in there. Exactly, you should be. You should go in there with enough knowledge to at least know some of that contract. Exactly, and, and you be, should at least know what royalties are. Right, because I was I was watching the um, I think it was Rich Homie Quan who was saying when he had signed his first deal, he was like, "Nigga, I know what royalties was. Mm-mm. I had no clue, nigga. I ain't know what what uh, publishing was about. I didn't know what none of that shit was. All I knew was, oh, this gonna be my show money. This is my advance." All he knew was the money that was coming in. He didn't know shit about the money that was going out. He didn't know shit about residuals. He didn't know nothing about none of that shit. And he like, nigga, the the, the thing that's going to have you wealthy is the residual income, which is your royalties and your publishing. Mm -hmm. He said, and a lot of times you ain't got none of that shit, nigga. You got pennies on the dollar. And he was like, nigga, it's, it's hell getting it back. If you can't get it up front, getting it back, especially if you pop, nigga, if, if you just trash, yeah, them niggas will sell you your fucking masters if your shit went double plastic. But nigga, when your shit is platinum and niggas want to sample your shit and niggas want to remix your shit and do all that, them niggas ain't selling you a motherfucking thing. You think Drake going to buy his masters back? How much you think Drake masters worth? Mm-hmm. How much you think Kanye fucking publishing worth? Nigga, billions. That's what I'm saying, my nigga. Them niggas is not finna sell you that back. If you didn't negotiate that from day one, you ain't gonna get that shit back. You know, now some of these smaller artists who work for smaller labels, they might be able to buy some shit back. You know, because like Sierra, um, Russell Wilson bought her shit back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she had some hits, but she ain't had no God's plan. No. You know, she didn't have started from the bottom now we here. Like, one, two step was cool. But, you know, some of these artists, nigga, when when you get gigantic, it only gets harder. Because the thing is, with a lot of these contractual situations, like, you as a a artist, you banking on becoming Drake. To where you could be in a fucked up deal. Because, nigga, we don't know whether or not not Drake got a good contract. He might be in a fucked up deal. Remember, Drake was signed to, like, five people. Yeah. Drake was signed to J. Prince Jr., Lil Wayne... Um, as young money and cash money, mm-hmm. and cash money is a subsidiary, I think, of Universal. Universal. So he had, you know, multiple hands in his pockets, but he sold so many records, it didn't even fucking matter. But see that, but see they know now it's different now. You know what I'm saying? Now they they throwing everything at his feet, like he don't even have a budget no more. But that's what I'm saying, though. And you know, Drake is an anomaly. Like he's a fucking He's an outlier. Like, he's the exception to the fucking rules. So he could sign a fucked up deal, and he he cracked off so hard, it didn't even matter. And that's what happened with a lot of artists. Because, you know, if you would listen to a lot of older artists talk about the money that they generated as opposed to the money that they brought home, 
it's just like regular average Joe being like, man, nigga, I made 2300 this week. Took home 1300 Like, nigga, I get taxed more than I made five years ago. And I like considerably, nigga. Like when I look at how much I get taxed every week, mm-hmm. like that's I think how it is with an artist, because artists don't even really understand the amount of money that they actually generate, mm-hmm. as opposed to the money that they get. You know, some of these niggas they generating big billions, like literally. That nigga Drake probably making billions with a B. He might be earning to his pocket millions, even multiple millions. But the money that he's making for the label is probably out fucking standing. You know, and a lot of these artists, like, you got to look at that shit. Whenever you going into a contract, you have to look at what you bring to the table and what them motherfuckers is offering you. you Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Overstock's Red Tag Sale is here, and the hunt is on. Bring home all your cozy, cold-weather favorites at clearance prices. Deep discounts on winter's best sellers couldn't come at a better time. Warm up with hot deals on bedding and mattresses. Plus, save big on storage and home improvement for a fresh start on a new year. Spot the red tag at Overstock to make your dream home come true. No, because, like, my point coming into the, into the fucking show... Nowadays, if you are promoting yourself, if you putting out your own music, if you got your own producer, you bringing all this shit, what the fuck do you need a label for? Mm-hmm. You not selling physical CDs no more. So you don't need a company to print up a million compact discs anymore. Mm-hmm. You uploading that shit straight to the fucking streaming services, my nigga. This nigga been ready, sitting across this table from me. Puts our podcast on every streaming platform. This nigga ain't got no big building. It ain't no thousand motherfuckers in no place that we all got to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to. He sit here right here on his laptop and upload this shit to Spotify, Pandora, Google Music, Apple Play, Spreaker, motherfucking iHeart, Himalaya. Bullhorn or whatever fuck that shit. That was a bunch of shit. Exactly, nigga. All all the streaming services. He's uploading to all that shit. Sitting his ass right the fuck here. Drinking fucking single barrel jack. And, Shout out. And a lot a lot of these uh podcasts don't have that shit on uh None of on, that on, shit. On Pandora. Sidebar. Clues bombs on a bitch. But I'm saying nigga, like niggas is doing this shit independent. Mm-hmm. Like everybody who can hear my fucking voice My nigga This is one nigga doing all this shit Being ready doing all this shit I'm the talent This nigga's my record label This nigga's a one man motherfucking wrecking crew My nigga Like we don't need no Entity above our heads So we gotta pay these thousands of dollars to My nigga yeah, all, all we need is distribution Exactly my nigga. And not Barely even, We need, need promotion yeah, well that, We that's got what they distribution my nigga we, we, we distributing like a motherfucker They would just come in and, and be like Yo this promo shit and push it out there That's it, it. It, and Exactly and, and that's something That we'd have to negotiate mm-hmm. We not just gonna go to the, the first Motherfucker say yeah give us this much And we'll promote your shit uh, okay, thank you. That's your number. All right, we gonna talk to about five or six other people. Then we'll come back if you're beating them. Don't be scared to rise those numbers up though. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> trust me, nigga, we gonna take your number to them so they can see your number, mm-hmm. and they gonna try to match it. Or if they can't match it, then we gonna move the fuck on. But you know that's how negotiations work. Like you gotta get all the information. You gotta talk to everybody you could fucking talk to. You got to realize the leverage that you bringing into these situations and you got to use that shit to your fucking advantage. You can't just be signing the first fucking piece of paper motherfucker put in front of you. You know, and this goes with every fucking thing. You know, like that that Smokey Robinson line, nigga, that shit was a legendary bar, nigga. My mama told me, you better shop around. 
Like nigga Shop for insurance You shop for cars You shop for shoes Every little piece of shit Nigga It's niggas who'll go to a whole different store Cause the toothpaste cheaper You'll go fucking three cities down Cause the gas is cheaper But nigga you gonna sign your life off On the first motherfucker That put a piece of paper in front of you Mm-hmm. Like nigga what, what, what the fuck is your thinking Like nigga you gotta shop for mortgages Nigga you gotta shop for the important shit Niggas wanna shop around for all the stupid bullshit But when it comes to something That's literally gonna be life changing Niggas are signing the first fucking piece of paper From a stranger Cause these niggas ain't your friends A stranger that wants you to go out there And make money for them And yeah. don't care what happened to you As long as you get their bread A pimp That's literally what it is That's all it is It's a motherfucking pimp And even if you a hoe on the blade You gotta find the right pimp Mm. Nigga, if without the right instruction, you headed for self destruction. You might be on the right track, but you be on the wrong train. Mm. Like you know, it's common motherfucking sense, but a lot of motherfuckers don't got that. You know, like I don't even like to use that term no more because common sense ain't common. It's just motherfucking logical. It just makes sense. But in the case of this shit, this shit makes millions of dollars. So you gotta be, you gotta have sense about that shit. You know, because you'll end up in one of these situations where you in a 360 deal. And, you know, the cold thing about 360 deals, nigga, it's, it's shit that you doing independent of your label, my nigga. You go do some shit on another nigga shit and you got to bring that money back to them. Like, nigga, that's real life stomp down pimping. You getting gorilla pimped when you get put in a fucking 360 deal. Like nigga, that's that's that that's stone cold nigga gorilla pimping. Like nigga, so I did a show over here in my hometown that was on some fuck around shit, and I gotta give y'all the money. I did a TV appearance that that I set up, and I still gotta give y'all the money. Cause nigga, that's how three sixty deals work, nigga. No matter mm-hmm. what bread you bring in, you gotta get that back. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, so y'all niggas gave me fifty thousand. Now I owe y'all five hundred million. What kind of shit is that? That's the shit you signed, buddy. You didn't read the contract. Like, remember uh, in the fucking um, the New Edition movie? Mm-hmm. That nigga Michael Bivens, when he was raping young niggas, he was like, did mm-hmm. you read the contract? He said that shit just like it was said to him when he was looking through their deal. Just like in the NWA movie, when Ice Cube was like, nigga, when we gonna get paid? Like, nigga, once you start really looking into these contracts, you see. Because a lot of times, most of the people who going to fuck you the worst in your life going to do it with a smile on their face. Most of the niggas, who, most of the, the worst times you going to get fucked in your life is going to come with a handshake and a cup of coffee. You know, motherfuckers going to greet you real nice and sit in your living room and smile and pat you on your back and tell you how good you look and hug your wife and fuck you in your ass. So you got to be mindful of that shit, man. Like, you got to be a, high, a whole lot more conscious with situations that literally could be life-altering. Like, nigga, this is generational wealth on the motherfucking line. Like, if you don't have your masters, if you don't have your fucking, um, you know, your royalties in order and your publishing, like, this is shit that your kids and grandkids could eat off. Like, Drake... If Drake had his publishing and his masters, nigga, after he died, nigga, started from the bottom, gonna be played for generations, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Every time that shit play, his kids and grandkids and all that shit gonna get money. Like, nigga, the, the estate of Michael Jackson, if he got his masters and shit, they gonna be fucking straight. Like, nigga, this is, this is generational wealth on the line. So if you sign away your masters and your publishing, just those two things... Nigga, you signed off your kids' money. Like, you gonna, you gonna be straight. You gonna eat. But after your career over, the record label, they still get money. Every time your shit play, the label get paid. And you like, damn, I don't get paid off that? Nah, we own that. Matter of fact, we gonna send you this $3 check because you got 1%. So we gonna get $30 and you gonna get 30 cent. Like, nigga, you, you gotta look into that shit, my nigga. You know, like any any situation that you go to contractually, you always have to look at the life of the contract. 
You know, especially young artists, young rappers. Man, quit fucking signing these 10 album, 5 album, 7 album fucking deals with these niggas who fucking your shit up. Because let's just say, nigga, you you get a hit single that turned you into fucking like future. You know, because a lot of these artists, they don't even plan on being that big that fast. They just have a song and that bitch catch. Now you in a seven album deal with Monkey Butt Records. Mm. So now, nigga, Universal looking at you and Interscope wants you and all these big ass labels want you. But you still signed to Monkey Butt. And you think that nigga Monkey Butt finna give your shit up knowing damn well you finna make him millions of dollars? Because why would I give up your contract? And you making me hundreds of millions of dollars. And I put up 75000 You know, because a lot of times that'd be the type of money that it'd be. Like, oh, I paid for your studio time. And I'm the one introduced you to Lil Wayne and all that type of shit. So now you owe me all this crazy money, my nigga. And you this big money maker. What, what reason do I have to sell you your freedom back? That's the reason you shouldn't give it up in the fucking first place. Baby had to pay uh, Or Lil Wayne One of them had to pay uh, Jay Prince Jr The Jazz Prince That's his name Yeah They had to pay him A finder's fee for Exactly bring, For bringing Drake to the table Exactly But that's what I mean <clears throat> Like when you sign into these niggas In the beginning of your fucking career A lot of these cons- They own you nigga You know Just like Outside of, of music Like Nowadays with these social media influencers these motherfuckers be signing off their image and shit. Like these reality stars, like they had some shit. Um, it's called the Bethany Frankel clause that they have in contracts for reality stars, which basically means that every piece of money that you generate after you get on our show, you owe us a piece because yeah. we the reason that you making that money. Get the fuck out of here. But nigga, it's in these contracts and a lot of people are signing them. Nigga, that shit should be work for hire. Thank you. No, my they, shit air, my shit air. You show my shit splitting the best of. I need a piece of that, nigga. But but niggas ain't reading that shit because we don't live in the should world, nigga. We live in the is world. It ain't about what's fair. It's about what is. And a lot of times when you negotiating with these people, they don't give a fuck about fair. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your family, your kids, none of that shit. All they give a fuck about is their bottom line. And if fucking you is gonna put money in their pocket. They gonna fuck you And 99% of the time That's how they get paid They pimps At the end of the day Nigga now You know We know nigga You related to a pimp My nigga Shout out to my nigga Cut <laughs> Like nigga You ain't getting none of the money If mm. I don't get 100% of the money I can't give you 100% of my pimping And that's what happens With a lot of these Motherfucking record labels Nigga We need that publishing We need all that you want to be a big star? We need all that shit. You know, it's the same thing like you saw uh, the Mac. Yes. When he took him to the uh, the planetarium. Yes. And yo, one one thing about about that shit though is when it, it's like you know the, the rookie contracts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying they even have to go into they go into negotiation. Mm-hmm. Now, I think Dak about to do it. Uh. What's his name? The, the light-skinned nigga from uh, Kansas City. fucked. Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. He just won a Super Bowl. You don't think he... That's not, That's equivalent to... You, he just went triple, quadruple mm-hmm. platinum. So now it's like, okay, that's it. Now we're going to do this. So you have to you have to redo it. Yep, and see, the thing is, with them, they got agents. Mm. They, they have somebody. They have wise counsel. They have a person that's going to say, we got the leverage. You know, I did a whole episode about leverage. You know, your, your number one negotiating tool is your leverage. You know, and the, the, the biggest form of leverage is the ability to walk away. And when you coming into any situation, you have to have the ability to walk away. If you don't have the ability to walk away, you coming from a position of desperation. And that's the worst position when you in any negotiation. And that's what's happening with a lot of these rappers. They negotiating from a position of desperation. They broke as fuck. And the motherfucker walk up on you with 75 bands. You ain't never seen 75 bands. 
And now these niggas done pimped your ass. Now you owe these niggas five million off of them showing you seventy five fucking bands. They dangled that little carrot in front of your ass. That you gotta pay back. And made you jump off a fucking cliff. Like, you know, you motherfuckers gotta read the fine print, man. Always look at the fucking paperwork. You know, and realize what your fucking leverage is. You know, run back that episode. I don't know if it was episode three or episode four. I think it was episode three, the episode leverage. Go back and listen to that shit, man. I broke that shit down. You know, and I think that's it. I'm going to drop the mic on that shit. This has been your host, Young Dolomite, of the Too Much Game Podcast, sitting here with the super producer, Ben Ready. Yes, sir. If you would like to support us financially, it is patreon.com slash townhouse media, town E, house media. Support all the townhouse media podcasts. Seriously, not another podcast, Friday nights. They coming back Friday the 13th. Uh, ben Ready and A to the motherfucking C. Friday nights at 9 p.m. Wednesday evenings at 5 p.m. No Rules Podcast. No Rules with a Z. Ill Will and Mark. Hump days and never be the same. Talk Flirty Tuesdays. The Talk Flirty Podcast with just Nikki. Um, that's going to be Tuesdays at 6 p.m. And of course, Townhouse Media Sundays. Cat vs. Dog Podcast, 3 p.m. Myself, Young Dolomite. And CJ arguing like a motherfucker every Sunday. Relationship shit, y'all already know. And of course, the Too Much Game podcast with me, none other than Young Dolomite. Um, check me out on fucking Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating and a review. Five star that motherfucker if you think it's good. If you think it's whack, don't even put no stars. Just leave that motherfucker alone. Don't fuck my shit up. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. I'm on YouTube. All that good shit. Just look up Too Much Game Podcast. Follow me on social media at Too Much Game Podcast. Uh, follow Townhouse Media at Town E House Media now on Instagram. Uh, just Google Townhouse Media. Follow everything associated with that motherfucker. Follow my personal uh, Instagram page at Young Dolomite. Y U N G D O L E M I T E underscore. You got any closing words, B? Don't leave room for error, baby. Don't leave room for error. Y'all already know. I ain't here to help you get bitches. I'm here to help you get better. Too much game. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.